how to start. Well, you know, it's just writing. I mean, here's something important to remember about dialogue. Every word matters. No, it doesn't. They're modern. I want to go to this place that I think it needs to go to. The only thing that counts is what you see on the screen. I will write like four or five, six hours a day. And it will be a voice made of ink and rage. Okay, I'm, re I'm really glad you asked me that question. Welcome to Creative Principles. I'm your host, Brock Swinson. In this podcast interview series, I'll be speaking with writers, directors, actors, musicians, chefs, and various other types of creatives as we bridge the gap between creativity and productivity. Here we'll be discussing the habits, routines, and lessons that help promote a successful creative life. If this is your first time listening, make sure to subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Make sure to also check out Freelancer Class, where you can learn how to become a freelancer full-time or part-time. The online course will teach you how to make money online as a writer, marketer, designer, virtual assistant, accountant, or salesperson. Stay tuned after the show to learn how to get access for free to this $99 valued freelancer course, along with some other free items on our website, creativeprinciples.live. Nice is a new indie pilot from director Andrew Ahn and creator and star Naomi Ko. The new half-hour series is a touching coming-of-age story about Teddy Park, a 20-something Korean-American living in Minnesota who must deal with the consequences of keeping her breast cancer a secret from friends and family. In this interview, Naomi Ko and Andrew Ahn talk about the three-year journey to get this pilot made, the pros and cons of shooting in rural Minnesota versus a city like LA or New York, the importance of finding the right team, and how vital it is to have team members who push new ideas or live for strengths off the project. So I'm Naomi Ko. I am the creator, writer, and actor of Nights. Um, I actually uh, got my start into film by accident when I um, randomly auditioned for Dear White People back in 2013 and booked that role in the, the uh, 2014 feature Dear White People and then um, and then my background is actually in theater um, as a playwright and actor in theater and then transition into film writing and acting. And then um, I uh, studied film in, in grad school. I went to CalArts and uh, had a couple of shorts go through the festival circuit um, uh, went to Sundance with a short in 2012 that really helped me uh, feel like, you know, writing and directing could be a career. Um, and then uh, made my first feature, Spa Night, uh, which premiered at Sundance in 2016. Um, you know, I think for me, uh, you know, there's something about uh, film and, and television uh, that's just really um beautiful and exciting and, and has the capability to uh, really uh, change people's minds and, and you know, uh, help society. And, and I think uh, that's, that's why I, I want to continue working in the medium. And did you guys connect through this project or how did you two meet to, to work on this? Yeah, so Andrew and I have been friends for a few years now. Um, I think we just had a lot of mutual friends in common, and then I actually was a fan of Andrew um, back when his uh, short film, Dolphers Birthday, came out, and there was some press surrounding about that, and that's how I found out about Andrew. And then just from there, we, we became friends, and then 
Um, as I was writing NICE and in the development process for it, um, Andrew would you know, read my scripts and provide his feedback. So I knew that once we um, hit into production that Andrew was the right choice and the perfect choice to direct this. For a little while, actually, uh, I wasn't available to direct uh, NICE. Um, you know, Naomi was uh, trying to shoot earlier in the year um, because Minnesota gets really cold, uh, you know, starting in, in October, November. Um, but, uh, you know, for various reasons, she felt like I was the appropriate person to, to, to direct this, and I'm really happy that I, that I got the opportunity to. Um, but, yeah, we, we've known each other for, for a couple years as, as friends, and, and, you know, that was a little bit of a, a you know, concern going in, you know, working as, uh, as collaborators, but I actually think that, um, you know, our, our friendship was a, a strong basis for, you know, good communication and being able to talk through, you know, difficult decisions throughout the, the filmmaking process. So I know parts of this story are, are based on reality. Uh, it certainly feels like a very personal story. Where did the original idea come from? So, um, yeah, I, I mean, it is it is a personal story. Um, I would I would have to say that parts of it is is true. I, I mean, if I could like give a numeric percentage to it, I would have to say that like thirty five percent of it is true, and sixty five percent of it is kind of um, you know part of the the writing process and me as a writer, kind of creating the world and creating these characters. Um, so I mean, yeah, I um, I was inspired because I I yeah, I was diagnosed with breast cancer as a young woman, but then I um, as I was going through my cancer treatment, I also started to see that many of my friends starting started to get diagnosed with breast cancer and their moms and my own relatives. So it just it came to this point like for about a decade, um, every year we were dealing with a new cancer diagnosis, and that that really. Um, made me think about uh, the situation a little differently. And, and really the, the basis of the show is, you know, how, how can a person be when you're young, you're in your 20s, you're, you're coming of age when something like this sets you, sets you back? And, and that was, yeah, that, that was pretty much, yeah, the, the inspiration um, for creating this series. Um, as far as your writing goes, do you keep a notebook or jot down ideas? How do you kind of, you know, get that process started and know what you want to write about in your, when you bring your everyday life to the screen? Yeah, so um, I, I, I do have, I have too many notebooks. Um, it's not great because sometimes I can't keep track of, of my thoughts or can't find where I jotted down different notes. But really kind of the, the process is is for me is that I just I just hear funny snippets and then from there um I, I kind of work on different scenes with different characters and, and start building building um, my world from there. Um so like as as the description says, I mean this this main the character you're playing is keeping her uh breast cancer a secret. Why why is she going about that or to some degree why would she want to keep it a secret? Um, versus letting her family know and things like that, or, or, or whatever you want to give away as far as the story goes. Yeah, so um, Teddy, I think the biggest dilemma for Teddy is that she already had cancer before this, before the pilot. So the pilot is the discovery of the recurrence of breast cancer. So for her, it's really this kind of oh shit moment where she realizes that she hasn't told her family about the first time, and now that it has come again, 
um, she's in even deeper shit. She's she's dug the hole deeper for herself by not telling anyone. And I think you know, um, for Teddy, it's it's really an expert. It's really for her trying not to be a burden on on others. She really thinks that by telling folks that she has cancer, um, by by dropping this news to her friends and family that she will suddenly become a burden at a time of her life where she doesn't want to be a burden or doesn't feel that it's okay for a young 20-something recent college grad to be a burden. So you mentioned uh, as far as the filming schedule, you were kind of pressed to get this filmed in a certain time period because it was very important to film it uh, in Minnesota. Can you kind of just talk about you know the idea? Obviously, you're from there, but also the importance of filming um, somewhere like that versus where most stories like this might take place in L.A. or New York. Yeah, um, I think it was, you know, this is, um, and I'll let Andrew chime in in a second about his his thoughts on, on Minnesota. But for me, it was really important to show a narrative based in Minnesota. Um, I was born and raised in Minnesota. I've lived there for all my life. And and I look at a lot of television and I look at a lot of film and a lot of it takes place on the coast. And I think it's really important, especially from an Asian American, a Korean American background to show that we are from, we can also live in middle America. We can be from the Midwest and that we um, have a very specific narrative that is shaped by the regionality, um, the regional um the region, and, and I think Minnesota is so unique. I, I know that a lot of people have seen Fargo, the movie, and then Fargo, the TV series, and, and that these types of quirks that Fargo um, explores is, is, is really great, but I think NICE also explores a very different side of Minnesota, the side that a lot of folks don't see, that um, that Minnesota can be more than just this, um, you know, snowy, Scandinavian-filled state. And so it was really important to kind of showcase that different side of um, America. Yeah, and you know, I, I, what I really responded to in um, the script and uh, in just talking to Naomi about the project was the fact that this was um, set, you know, in a different place, you know, than Los Angeles and New York. Um, and uh, she flew me out to Minnesota to take a look at the place. Um, and it really just uh, inspired me, and and I was really excited to, you know, to to use these locations and to showcase them in a way that really, um, you know, would uh, show a lot of pride for you know the state, and um, and and so uh, you know there was at one point a, a, a conversation about you know cheating. Um, Los Angeles for Minnesota and doing all of it there. But once I, you know, got there, I was like, you know, you, you really couldn't capture that, um, that look and that charm, um, you know, the stone arch bridge, which we showcase in the, in the pilot a couple of times is just so beautiful. And so specifically Minnesota, um, it really set the look and the tone of the, uh, of the pilot for me. Um, and it was also just, for me, really exciting to shoot something um, outside of Los Angeles. This was the first project that I've done where I was shooting, you know, outside of LA, and 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 it was a really, uh, it, you know, it was a good opportunity to just uh, meet different people, to to uh, get to know different um, crew, and uh, and and we just had such a great time there. We were so well supported by the Minnesota film community, um, Film North. Um, 
uh, was a, a huge supporter and, and uh, really helped us uh, get this done. And, um, you know, we, we couldn't have asked for uh, a better uh, community. So a lot of our listeners are novice filmmakers or novice screenwriters who are in a similar situation where they're perhaps they're just not in one of these major cities as far as filmmaking goes. What other advice might you have as far as, you know, getting the permits in place or just preparing things and, and finding a crew to make something outside of these major cities or any other obstacles that you guys came across as well? Yeah, you know, um, uh, I think our attitude was we need to fucking make this, you know, <laughs> I think um, there's a lot of uh, self-doubt and um, a lot of obstacles that are self-imposed, you know, by young filmmakers in trying to, to uh, you know, film, shoot, make something. Um, and so for us, it was like, how can we uh, get down and dirty and, and, and so, uh, you know, it was, it was about finding people who were passionate about the project. And, um, you know, we found people in Minnesota who were super passionate about the story, who understood what we were trying to do, who really um, believed in, in Naomi and, and her story. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it, it's really just about finding people um, and, and building that, uh, that team. Um, the other thing, you know, that I'll, I'll mention is, uh, that the original, uh, script for the pilot, you know, uh, it was actually pretty different. Um, but there were certain things that we couldn't, uh, get done, you know, because of the specifics of the character, um, or the locations. And so, you know, Naomi had to do rewriting to kind of fit, like, okay, who are the actors that we have access to? Like, what are the locations that we have access to? And so I think, you know, uh, it's, it's never letting go of, like, what the, the heart of the project is, you know, what, you, what the story you want to tell is, but being flexible with some of the, the details. Yeah, and to piggy, piggy off what Andrew said, you know, Minnesota is a really great arts community. Um, I don't think a lot of folks know that, but we actually have a really um, exciting and very vibrant arts community. And, you know, I was able to make this pilot because I received fellowship, I received a fellowship from the McKnight Foundation that was facilitated by Film North. And, and so I think for folks who don't live in Los Angeles or New York, it's to creatively look and, and to find communities, find those art boards, find grants, find um, these kind of opportunities to apply for it and, and to get it. I, you know, I can definitely say as somebody who, who lives in both Los Angeles and Minnesota, there are more opportunities for funding outside of Los Angeles just because, you know, a lot of people aren't pursuing film outside of Los Angeles and New York. So, so the pool is smaller and, and the money might be more. And I think, for especially budget, um, um, emerging filmmakers in in outside of those two major coastal cities is is that you know engage with your community. You'd be surprised who's willing to help. You'd be surprised what kind of restaurants or cafes are willing to donate food. You'd be um, what kind of you know vans or like equipment you can get from from your community members. Um, and, and film you can never do by yourself, I think, especially for screenwriters. You know, I've, I, it took me three years 
to finally get this made. And I've written, I've written so many drafts and I've spent so much time by myself in front of my computer um, trying, to, trying to make this happen that having that community, you know, I'm so lucky to have Andrew as a director and Carolyn Mull, who is our producer, um, to have a team, to have, you know, support to, to make it come to life. And then once you find your team, you'd be surprised how quickly things can get made. So you guys have already touched on this a little bit, but it sounds like uh, as far as your partnership, writer-director, and, and the way you look at this project, it sounds like good communication is obviously a major factor, but what other advice might you have for people out there who are trying to you know, make their first project? Um, there's one person's a writer, one's a director, and then what, what advice would you have to kind of help them push that forward? I think for me... Personally, um, I knew that Andrew was the best fit for my project. It's because not only were we friends, and I think, you know, you know, specifically because I wrote a personal story, there had to be a level of trust. And I trust Andrew a lot. And, and so, I, so I knew that when finding a director, finding someone that I not only respected as, you know, I love Andrew's work, I, I find you know, I've always been a fan of Andrew's work. I, I'm a huge fan of Spawn Night. So, you know, as a writer, I knew that Andrew was a was a good fit visually. But in terms of, like, taking, you know, my words and, and creating that in his own visual style, his own tone, that was a huge thing is that I was a fan of his work and then I also trusted him. What I really, you know, it's, it's not only finding a director that you like his or her visual style and, and you trust them, but I think also you want to find a, a director um, who can challenge, who will challenge you and, and push and push your project forward. Um, you know, Andrew is, you know, his, his style is a lot different from mine, but I knew that that was something that I was missing. And, and I knew that Andrew was going to be able to push me and challenge me and, and, asked me to think about my story in a, in a different way that ultimately made the project better. And I think that was really important. I guess I'll, I'll just add that, um, uh, you know, for, for a successful collaboration, uh, not only do you need to, you know, be communicating well, but you need to communicate often. And, and I think, um, we we just touched base a lot, you know, and I think that that was really important that um, uh, whenever we looked at a location or whenever a draft, like a new draft was sent out, like, you know, making sure that we, uh, you know, we, we talk soon after and, and then also just kind of hang out and watch stuff and, you know, uh, you know, talk to people about, the project, uh, meeting department heads, like, you know, we, I think we saw each other <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> um, and I think that, you know, there's a certain closeness that you need to have, um, to just be able to, um, to, to make something together and, 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 you know, at the end of the day, still find, um, still find joy, you know, making a film is really hard. Um, but you need to find, uh, you know, enjoyment in the process. And, you know, uh, again, us being friends was uh, such a, a bonus. It was such a, a strength in, in our collaboration. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Before you leave, don't forget to sign up for the weekly newsletter. We also get free access to the freelancer course, Master the Freelancer Mindset. 
This system will teach you exactly how to find clients online, which includes step one, the psychology of the mindset, step two, how to create a killer profile, and step three, how to find quality clients. This online course is valued at $99. It can be yours for free. In addition to the free course, you'll get access to the ebook, How Hollywood Screenwriters Annihilate Writer's Block. This contains advice from Aaron Sorkin, Carrie Fukunaga, and William Monahan. You can find all of this and more on creativeprinciples.live. Visit the website for new interviews, articles, and the daily blog. That's creativeprinciples.live.